Welcome everyone to the fourth episode of the Oslo program, A Call of Cthulhu actual play game. Prepare to enter a world of the occult where horror beyond the scope of human understanding awaits you. We are also part of the cast of many things. We're one of the many things. My name is Faye and I will be your game master for today. And with us today is Ben. Oh, hi, I'm Ben. And Pat. Hello, everybody. And Karis. Bonsoir. We also have with us Nate. Hello. And finally, Matt. Hi, everybody. Now, it's been a while since we've played, so who would like to summarize for me what has happened up until this point? So I can give it a shot. So we started our day, and the doctors rounded. The nurses found that their patients were missing and or replaced by somewhat similar patients with similar conditions, but not the same people. Charles went down to the basement to get his drugs. Then Spencer had to go down to the basement to get apples, but it turned out to be some sort of bizarre hazing thing on the part of the cafeteria staff. And then Cyril wanted to go down to the basement and wanted Oscar and Dodge to accompany her. And they did because they aren't afraid of the basement. We're not afraid of anything. Not yet. And now we're all in the basement. It was very important for us all to be together and not to split the party. Yeah, so we unsplit the party. Uh, you're welcome, GM. And uh, <laughs> we are now in the basement with Dr. Osler, who is doing something in the morgue for some reason, the cadaver lab, and um, is not suspicious at all, uh, but does not yet have his apple pie, which was promised to him. That sounds about right. So I believe when we last left off, all of you had turned towards the doors as a man entered, and he said, you must be our newest recruits. I am Dr. Osler. What do you do? Hello. Hi. Where were you during orientation? Oh, I was away, but I trust that my compatriots have treated you well. How have you liked your experiences so far? Coffee could have been a little bit better, but I kind of like this place. Honestly, so-so. A little creepy. I may have some uh, questions about the practices up on the fifth floor, but beyond that... Yeah, it's too. been a pleasant experience, for the most part. I'm glad to hear. Now, you are here for your orientation. Some of you may have noticed that line on the outside inscribed into the doors of Johns Hopkins. Do you remember what it is? I recall something about the truth will set you free if my Latin is correct. Very good, Nurse Charles. Now, would you like to know the truth, then? Um, sure. I didn't... Have we been keeping things <laughs> hidden from us? Not exactly. <laughs> Why don't you look there? He points and gestures at the back left corner of the room where you haven't been looking on one of the gurneys. And this is a, a morgue, as you know. So on that gurney is a white sheet that appears to be covering a figure. Ben really doesn't want to know what's happening. <laughs> he says no. He's shaking no. his head. No. I work out my neck muscles a lot this episode. <laughs> he says, I do not want to be set free by the truth. I want to be safe I like and cuddled. Up. I like upstairs. <laughs> upstairs is nice. What does this gurney look like? From what you can see, it looks like all the other gurneys that are in the room. It's metal. Um, it has four legs. It's got a presumably a metal top 
that has a little, it's almost a little bit sloped to one end. And you would know this from your training that the reason they have that slope is that when they're doing dissections, the blood and the fluid can flow down and actually mm -hmm. drain onto the floor. But you can't see that right now because what you can see is that there is a white sheet that's covering the entire top of the gurney. Does it look like there's a body on it? Yeah, I was going to say that myself. Absolutely, it looks like there's a body on it. Oscar takes the sheet off. Ah! I don't have to see that. Oh, man. Who's yeah. looking? How far uh, were we pretty close to it already, or did he walk over to it? You did have to walk over to it, but it's not... It's a large room, but it's small enough that you would be able to see across the room. It's designed so that if you, for example, were a student, you would be able to look across at other tables for learning. I would have probably followed Oscar. Is that Nathan's name? That's right. Yes. Nathan, you uncover the gurney, and before you, lying motionless and seemingly dead, is a drawn, wooden-looking, wizened figure of perhaps six feet, skinny, naked, with ghastly, wide-staring, saucer-like eyes, and a nose like a knife blade. And some sort of chain rests around his neck, and he has lost all his hair, and his shrunken gums make his teeth look very long. From him comes this sharp, sweet, churning scent almost like it's rotten corn. As you uncover and draw away this sheet, the figure takes in a sudden breath and slowly opens his eyes. I immediately- And everyone should make a sanity roll. Oh yes, because uh, I immediately like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> now, do we have to make a sanity roll if we were looking at it? Yeah, what oh, if we weren't looking? No. Because you, ha you have to have a very good reason right now why, you why you're not looking at um, this. I would like to be talking to the uh, Dr. Osler while they're all uncovering that. As they were going... I, I have a complaint about my hat, and I would like to lodge <laughs> it with him. <laughs> I, I did state, I don't want, you know, I stated earlier, I can't remember my exact words, but I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, you he, he did, did say, say that. that. Yeah, I mean, he's never like, looked at, he would like... All right, everybody who's looking, roll a sanity roll. I rolled under. I got a critical failure. No! <laughs> Sorry, Critical Oscar. failure? Critical you failure. Are... Rolled a straight 100. Oh, I man. Oh, say, what? Sweet, sweet, sweet cinnamon God. roll. Well, Too pure for this world. It makes sense that me and Asker are right there, because I rolled 91. Oh, <laughs> no. Dodge, you take one point of sanity damage just for being there. Charles and Oscar, you both take five points of sanity damage. Now, have either of you taken 20 points of sanity damage in the last 24 hours? Hi, Oscar. Hi. You have? Yes. I have not. I, I was investigating too much. Oscar, you have temporary insanity. So what does temporary insanity mean? in the Call of Cthulhu. At this point, for some reason, you are so horrified that you are not able to take actions. It will last for approximately five rounds. Afterwards, you will be left with a mild phobia or PTSD. So at this point, you can't take actions just for this round, and basically the effects will last 
for the next five rounds, where you would have to faint, scream, or even flee in terror. Okay. Does it manifest as a particular phobia right now, or just... Whatever you would like to choose, Oscar. (laughs) So Oscar falls backward and is scrambling backward on on all fours to the edge of the room, um reaching for the door but unable to find it and then just kind of curls up against the side how, how long is around i i will make it uh the 10 seconds for now while we're not in combat but in combat it would be as you know around where everyone goes Charles and Dodge, how do you respond in losing your sanity in this case as well? You're not temporarily insane, but how do you respond to the horror that you see? Uh, I was standing probably a few paces behind Oscar, so got a good close-up view of this thing. So I probably would have uh, fallen back, but on my feet against uh, another one of the empty gurneys, and it would have probably toppled over a loud clang. Kept my footing, but immediately kind of start looking on the gurneys next to me, see if there's anything I can grab as just self-defense, just out of reflex. But I would have yelled out, you know, a couple curse words, and um, immediately my heart just feels like it's jumping out of my chest. Is there anything that I can see in the gurneys near me or even on a countertop. Oh, you know what? I've, I'm holding five vials of laudanum. They they would have immediately like, psh, 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 as I like threw my hands up, back in a way. You just from drop the state, all of them. Except yeah. for the one that was hidden in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. So you just lose all of them and they just all fall to the ground. Yeah, and I'm like stunned. That makes sense. Dodge? Uh, I think Dodge would start screaming too. Just, ah, wah, wah, and then uh, yell at Osler. What is that? What is this? Who is this? What's going on? What is this? For those of you that did not look at the gurney, and for Dodge, who has turned around to look back at Osler, you see the room seems to darken. And behind him, on the walls and the doors, you recognize a pattern that seems to come forth in the paint in yellow. Later on, as you wish to describe this to people, you find that you are unable to describe the exact pattern of this yellow sign. But as you look and you see it, it fills you with dread. For those that are looking, roll another sanity check. Or fail. And I want to be below it. Yes. So I'm good. I had a 58, but it's, it's fail. It's just above it. For those that failed, you lose two points of sanity. For those that succeeded, it's one point of sanity. Okay, I actually didn't roll because I still wanted to explain what I was doing. As everything, all that was going on, Mm -hmm. I want to try to find out what is going on without looking at anything else. (laughs) And just pay attention to my newfound co-workers. As Oscar would be over there screaming, what the hell is going on in here? And then... I turn around as uh, uh, as Charles drops all the glass. What the hell? Th- this is why I work in a cafeteria? Oh, what the hell is going on here? Is there anything that forces me to look up? It's just, it doesn't make sense for you not to see this because this sign covers the entire wall behind okay. Osler, if that makes sense. Yep, okay. You don't have to look, but you would be forcibly making yourself not look. And I think... Unless you have a good reason, there is no reason that you would not be looking. I my, sanity, my current sanity is a 45, and I rolled a 25. 
Nice. So you take one point of sanity damage. Okay. And, all right, let's come to you, Cyril. What were you trying to say to Osler? Bonjour, Monsieur le Doctor. I, I have heard a lot about you, so it is nice to meet in, in person. I wanted to say when I responded to the request for my services, I was promised that no one would ask me to remove my at. And, and I want to say this promise was not kept. I would like to lodge a complaint against le, le nurse Jane. She, she has harassed me about my hat, and that is not what I was told. Osler turns his gaze towards you slowly, just moving his head to the side, and you feel his gaze pierce you, and kind of without taking his eyes off of you, you see his hands move into his coat pocket and pull out a pallid mask and slowly place it over his face. And as he does this, he seems to grow in size, not just the six foot that he is as a man, but he seems to grow both in height and in other dimensions. And he looms up nearly eight feet tall and you see that his coat seems to fall away from him and open up into tatters. And as the tatters of the cloak touch the ground, they seem to spring back up, and on the end of each tatter is what appears to be a tentacle. Hey, y'all, I think we're uh, not in a regular hospital here. Does that mean he lodged my complaint or not? I'm not sure. (laughs) Um... Who is looking at I'm Austin. looking at him this time. I am. Oh, uh, yeah. Dodge is asking him what's going on. So <laughs> um, I'm probably still in this. All this happens at once. I'm probably still looking at this dead thing that just starting to move. Everybody roll an intelligence roll to see if you understand what is happening before you. My intelligence is 60, and I rolled above 30. I had a 32. So I, I got a 43, so I, I passed, but not, like, amazing. Okay. Uh, Charles had a hard success. Okay. And Oscar is still rolling around on the ground, terrified, and he's, does not need to roll. He's rolling and has stopped screaming, and is just sort of rocking back and forth, tapping out on the floor. Oh, he's tapping SOS. Oh, cool. I love it. For those of you that passed your intelligence rolls, you realize, as Spencer said, that you are not in a regular hospital anymore. And therefore, roll a sanity check. Charles failed. Okay, so that's a pass. Sweet. So I passed. You guys are all very lucky that I'm rolling low. For those of you that (laughs) passed, you take one point of sanity damage. And for those of you that did not, it's another two points of sanity damage. Yikes. As you gaze on in horror at this change in Dr. Osler, he tells you, The truth is that the version of William Osler was weak, imperfect. And he's pointing to the gurney, where that pale, shrunken man still lies gasping for breath. And he says, The unnameable one only wants perfection. So I took this form, and by creating this hospital, I have converted so many to the worship of the unnameable one. I have tried multiple ways of creating perfection for him, but each time, alas, I have failed. I tried to make him 
the perfect servants, and the only way, as some of you seem to have figured out, is the final solution. When he says the final solution, the tatters of that yellow coat and tentacles flare out, almost like bat wings. Yeah, I recognize that term, and I would finally look over at him and see him the first time after looking away from the emaciated corpse thing. A few curse words uttered out, and the hell is going on? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Can't do it just by looking at stuff. I think I might actually have to do something. Oscar, we get up. Be here. We shouldn't Oscar. be here. We need to leave. I run over we to Oscar. We shouldn't and be I, here. Oscar has a great we, we idea. Need to, we need to leave. This is a very, very we smart. We be here. We, we need to leave. I, I said, no, everyone. Like, let's hear him out. I want to hear let's him out. Let's hear him out. Shut yes. up. <laughs> Get up, Listen. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. I, I, I kind of grab him by the don't shoulders the and lift don't him say up the with name. my... Oscar grabs you by the shoulders and yells, don't say the name. Don't what? say the name. What name? Let's all now turn this into a combat just so that we each have our way of doing what we want to do. Okay. So um, everyone take a look at your character sheet and I would like everyone to call out their decks. Your decks will determine who goes first. So for example, if your dex is 90, you will go before someone who has a dex of 80. 50. Also 50. I have a 50 as well. 80. And I'm also 50. For those of you that have dexes of 50, go ahead and roll me um, a roll. So the order, it will be Cyril, then Oscar, then Dodge, then Spencer, and finally Charles. Um, Can I delay my move? Because I don't really know he didn't answer my question, so I feel like I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And you don't go first anyway. Oh, I go last? No, Osler goes first. Oh my gosh, of course he does. What he will do, let me get my book. Osler, sorry, is this big Osler or little Osler? Uh, this is monstrosity Osler. Okay. Well, they're both kind of monsters right now, but okay. He is going to use the gaze of the yellow king. And so he will try to induce paroxysms of fear by staring at the target. To avoid the gaze for a round, the target must make a power roll. And so he will uh, turn his gaze to dodge. 33. That's a, like a good success, whatever. It's like- A hard, a hard success? Yeah, hard, yeah. You indeed avoid his gaze, which is a good thing. <laughs> Yeah. Let's turn to Cyril. And Cyril, you wanted to delay? Yes. I believe it's Oscar. So Oscar is going to try to break free of Charles and head toward the body on the gurney. So we'll call this round three of five for your insanity because we have taken a few damage rolls and in insanity for everybody else. Sounds good. I'm not going to act rationally in any sense okay. in this situation. So you are going to try and break out of Charles's grasp? Yes. So why don't you both roll a strength against each other? If either of you have a build, for example, like a, a build in your combat, um, like a plus one or something like that, you get to roll with advantage against the other person. Yeah, my build says plus one. Plus one, and Oscar, what about yours? Uh, mine is zero. Essentially, you will both roll strength checks against each other. Charles is gonna have a, basically a, a better opportunity. Hard success. I have failed. You do not escape Charles's grasp. We shouldn't be here. We need to leave. We need We need to leave. And all I'm doing is I'm holding him by the shoulders 
you know, like mm-hmm. this. I'm like, wait, look at me. Look at me. We need to leave. We need to leave. It's not my turn yet, so that's pretty much all I do right now. Right. It is now Dodge's turn. Yeah, we need to leave. Would Dodge recognize this figure from his dreams? It's up to you, Dodge. Why don't you go ahead and roll me um, to see if you recognize this? Go ahead and roll me another intelligence check to see in your horror, in this event, in this new context, if you recognize the figure. I succeed in recognizing a figure that hovered over me when I lost my last fight. Okay. What do you do with that information? I think he would just say, not again, not again, not again. And I think the rational thing here is to try to book it. Up to you, Dodge. So he does that. Um, is Dodge a coward? Dodge is a coward. Yeah, yeah. I think in this kind of situation, yeah, Dodge he doesn't want to <laughs> lose again. Mm-hmm. And Dodge will try to dodge out of there, so, grabbing his necklace, which is a cross. As you can imagine, the like tentacles are just tatters of cloaks are just swirling and covering the doors so you would definitely be able to make it to the doors because it's not that big of a room with one round but i need you to roll me a dex roll to see if you can avoid these tatters and tentacles that are now blocking the doors to see if you can actually get out would you suggest that perhaps a dodge roll is I would. Okay, that's extreme success. You, Dodge, in your horror of your recognition, realize this is a substance of your nightmares. And without thought to anyone else, as you're gripping your cross and praying, you make it to the door, running and dodging with all of your might and pushing past the tentacles and the tattered cloaks of this pallid masked figure and you make it to the door. And I will say that because of that, you end your turn with your hand on the doorknob. So you haven't left quite yet. Cool, freeze frame, good and next. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I believe next is Spencer. I forgot, before we came down here, did we go to the cafeteria? Because I, I just pictured Spencer constantly having a cup of coffee in his hand. Spencer, I believe you did have a cup of coffee in your hand, okay. and you have a pail um, that you were hoping to bring your apples up in. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Spencer grabs a cup, cup of coffee, just kind of downs it. Well, it's probably not going to work, but <laughs> let's see. And I just want to chuck the coffee cup straight at the face where he put the mask on. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, how do I physically attack by chucking a mug? Do you have fighting brawl as a skill? You, you're not proficient in coffee mug. No, no, no. So not. I'm but going to let you roll I, your fighting brawl. I have a 25 and, in that. And see if you are able to hit solid <laughs> mask. Fuck no. 77. <laughs> you throw the coffee mug, but in your horror and your panic, and probably from your shakiness of not eating anything today and just drinking coffee, you throw the coffee mug and it shatters right above um, this pallid figure's head into the back of the wall, spraying coffee um, stains across that yellow mark. Well, that's not gonna work. I think we need to get the hell out of here. Let's now go to Charles, who is holding Oscar by the shoulders and trying to shake some sense into him. I will um, give him a slight smack on the cheek. It's like, are you with me? Look at me. Ah, you need to leave. 
stick with me. Uh, and I look around. Is there, I look around. Is there anything like a chair, wooden chair? Is there any types of tool instruments uh, immediately in my vicinity? Yeah, roll a spot hidden check for me. No, that's a fail, unfortunately. It's not that hard to find something. You don't find the best thing. You see around you that there are tools laying around. And I think because you fail, you grab the first thing that you see, which is a very tiny scalpel. Okay, that'll have to do. I put it in like a reverse, like stabbing type motion. And I grab Oscar by the scruff of the shirt under his neck and kind of drag him behind me. And I just start heading towards the door. So I will say that your spot hidden check and, you know, grabbing Oscar and starting to move is your turn. So I'm not going to have you roll a dodge roll yet to see if you can get past the tentacles. It is, um, Searle, do you want to go this round? I I really do. I want to ask him, listen, I, I was told that this was going, that you have a vision for a new world where people like me have a place and we will not be afraid but that's not what I'm seeing here. So is it true or not? Like, is your new world going to have a place for me or not? So far, that promise has not been kept. And he turns to you, and from that pallid mask, you hear him say, The final solution is to meet the unnameable one, the perfection that is what you humans call God. What they wrote in the Bible, it was he that they wrote of. And if you would come willingly, we will, of course, have you. I'm going to say, I'm not exactly human. And I'm going to take off my hat. Dun, dun, dun. Oh dun, 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 dun. Eowyn moment. Um, Do you want me to describe what I look like? Yes, describe what you look like. All right. So as I I take off my hat, um, my head shifts and two horns kind of grow out of it in this twisty shape. And my my back lengthens, and my uh, my my legs like pop out with these huge muscles. And so I'm kind of like crouching and and wings sprout out of my back just like twice as as big as me probably um you said he was eight feet probably my Mm -hmm. wings are eight feet but not the rest of me and so um my eyes kind of disappear into this sinewy black twists that like cover just all of me and and i guess my my voice probably deepens and i i say is there a place for me in this world if you are willing to come willingly and not and not fight us, of course. And I say, and, and what about them? Is there a place for them in this world? If they would come willingly, otherwise we have ways of making them join. Okay, and that's going to be my turn. And then I'll decide what to do next round. The man in the pallid mask is going to try and attack everyone except Searle with the tentacles. He reaches out with his tatters of the tentacles and he's actually able to make six attacks, but I will make it four because I am a benign 
and loving game master. (laughs) (laughs) And each of these tentacles will come rake across your bodies. Go ahead and roll a dodge for me, everybody. I just have a success. As do I. Charles failed. Oscar failed. All of you, unfortunately, get hit by these razor-sharp tentacles and tatters, and you all take six damage. Six? To your health. This is an eldritch beast. Six? So do they do they look bloodied? There's no bloodied in this game, but y'all yeah. look rough. Yeah. yeah, that's like half my hit points. That's yeah, it. it was more than half of mine. Cyril, it's your turn. All right, so I, I'm gonna say, wait, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm distressed. They, they haven't even had a chance. You haven't given them a chance. Like, and, and I kind of step out in front of them and I spread my wings and I say, wait, you said that they could come willingly and they're afraid. He doesn't say anything, it's not his turn. No, okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna block them from his, his view and, and with, my, with my large wings. Okay. And just say, wait, like, you haven't given them a chance. They're afraid. Like, we can still talk with them. So what this means, Cyril, is the next time he, uh, that there is an attack, you will have to roll dodge at disadvantage, and everybody else has cover from you and will roll dodge with advantage. Other than, I guess, dodge, because I feel like dodge is at the door. No? He always gets advantage on dodge. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. That's that's okay. I I hope that this makes you guys more willing to change your mind and maybe go along with. It. All right, we are back then. I believe to Oscar. Oh, I'm still just struggling my way out of Charles's grasp. Would you like a roll against his strength to see if you can get out of his grasp? Yes, I'm just flailing around. Yeah. And remember, Charles, oh! go ahead and roll your tens place twice since oh. you have a build on top of him. I will say that since I'm only holding on with like one hand now, I might I probably just roll flat just to make it yeah. even. Agreed. Wait, do any of them have to roll a sanity check because of how horrendous I am? Oh, I haven't even asked everyone. How do you respond to Searle suddenly becoming this beast? Uh, yeah, I'd probably have to roll again. <laughs> All right, everybody roll an intelligence check first to see if you understand what is happening. A, and- a beast who is protecting you. BT dubs. Oscar's saying. not in at the moment. Please leave a message. Yeah, Oscar, <laughs> you don't have to roll. You're already like a, a little bit. Charles, oh, yeah. yeah. Charles had a hard success. I had a, a plain success. Dodge failed. For all of you that succeeded, once again, roll that sanity roll. I'm, I'm rolling good for intelligence, but sucking on the sanity. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> I, hold on. That, that, the first rule was to see if we understood what was happening. Yeah. So, so, so that I you, failed, I just think this is like a French thing. It's so uh, horrifying to you that you just don't comprehend what's going on. Oh my god. And so in a sense, you may process it later and become like traumatized by it later, but in the moment, you have not realized the horror. And so if you succeeded your roll, your sanity roll, you take one point of sanity damage. Okay. And if you failed, you take three points of sanity damage. At this point, has anyone else taken 20 points of sanity damage other than Oscar? No, I'm getting close. I've taken 14. Yeah, I've taken a total of 11. So um, Oscar and uh, Charles, go ahead and roll your opposing strength checks. 
Charles, you're rolling a flat strength check since you're holding on with just one arm. Yep. Uh, that's a uh, normal success. Just a fail. All right. You still hold on to Oscar as he's <gasps> flailing about and screaming. Um, Oscar, all right. Oscar, come join us. We can fix you. We you shouldn't be here. You. We need the, to leave. The demon says. We shouldn't be here. We need to leave. It's not your turn, Cyril. I know. <laughs> I was just trying to talk to Nathan. We then turn now to Dodge. Uh, Dodge tries the door. All right, the door opens. Uh, he looks. Is there? It's like what the staircase? Yeah. Okay. He looks up the staircase and then looks uh, back at this scene. Apparently, just completely confused at what's going on. Like, oh, I didn't know that Cyril had wings. I, I think he'll like start up the stairs, but okay. he's not like going tremendously fast, you know. Like he can hopefully, maybe he'll get to like I don't know how long, how many stairs he can go up in one round. Yeah. But he can hear the screaming. I would say that you probably don't quite make it to the uh, first level basement, because since you're in the second level basement, right? But you are up those stairs. Right. All right. So, uh, next, I believe, is Spencer. Spencer, you just watched the scene go down in front of you. Sorrel has become a beast. And you also just see Dodge booking it out of this room. What do you do? A, a beast who is protecting you so that you have a chance to seriously consider the offer that's <laughs> being made to you. Well, coffee cup didn't work. I got this bail. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm out. And booking it for that open door. <laughs> All right. I'm plugging it for the door. <laughs> Your dodge roll would have been an advantage against um, the attacks, but this is you running and trying to dodge again those tentacles, those tatters uh, of the robes before you get to the door. So roll a straight dodge roll for me. Uh, okay, how the... It's a fucking one. <laughs> it's amazing. You are like... You, you, it's like the Matrix. You're like dodging, like going over backwards as Floats. these like these like tatters of cloak like float around you. But you are like a monk, just like a leaf on the wind as you like as you like dodge through these tatters. And you too end your turn with your hand on the door. He's starting to believe. <laughs> I, 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 why? Listen, you guys. Aren't you thinking a little bit about saying? Ask <laughs> no, the demon. Charles, it is your turn. Oh, boy. So I got two winged demons in front of me. Well, but, one of them is winged. One or of them tatters. Is tatters of yes. cloaks and tentacles. tentacles <sighs> and two of your compatriots are booking it. Looking out the doors realistically like you said there were multiple doors coming into this on the one wall should i roll an intelligence check or something to determine my odds of dragging oscar with me without these two converging on us um because i'm like in my mind i am thinking options here it's like am i gonna make it through that door or am i gonna have to fight i'm trying to make a decision in my mind charles's mind it's like is this fight or flight you don't have to roll. I mean, realistically, you know that the man in the pallid mask has been attacking you regardless. Yes, yes. I don't okay. know if you would know what Searle's motives are at this point. I hand... No, I don't hand the scalpel to Oscar. He's still kind of out of it. He probably stabbed me accidentally. Um, <laughs> don't do it. I'll let go Oscar. I just turn briefly to him away from Cyril, but briefly look, I'm going to go, 
go around the side as far to the left as you can and get out. And I turn back around and I just like charge towards Cyril and this other creature with the scalpel up. <gasps> if he attacks me, I will be upset. <laughs> All right. Let me just say. Charles, what are you doing? I, I'm teetering here on sanity and I am not comprehending what's going on with Cyril. She's sitting here acting like she wants to buddy up with this guy that just attacked us, but I'm also hearing her say, you know, let them have a chance. So I just want to charge her, but kind of shoulder check her out of the way and go for this other dude with the scalpel. Just distract him to kind of, at least hopefully Oscar gets out. So you're going to attack the man in the pallid mask, correct? Yes. Why don't you go ahead and roll? Do you have, for example, um, fighting like knife or anything like that that I, you are proficient in? Yeah, I mean, I could probably jump at him to try to grapple him, try to take him to the ground and then try to start stabbing first. So I could probably try to th roll a grapple check. Okay. If you would like to do that, you can do that this turn, but you cannot stab at the okay. same time. Okay, Go I'll ahead. roll grapple. And I do, like I said, I do kind of still kind of bump Cyril out of the way, but not okay. attack her. Damn it. Just barely failed. Hold on, I got to roll his uh, dodge. Uh, no, that is an extreme success. Um, so you do not grapple okay. him. And I think it makes sense because as you go to grapple him, you can see that his cloak and his and his coat is just tatters that are just shifting and moving. And it's really difficult to figure out exactly where his body ends and where these like cloak uh, tatters start. Okay. All right. And we are back to the man with the pallid mask. Round five, I believe. And I think this means that Oscar, when we come to you, you are no longer temporarily insane. This guy is going to, you see, he actually moves his hand to the mask. And as he removes the mask, a long tentacle comes out. And that tentacle comes down at you, Charles, um, for trying to grapple him. Charles! Mm -hmm. And uh, so he is going to roll an attack against you. You will roll a dodge. <laughs> Normal success by one. He fails. You are very lucky. Yes. Wow! <laughs> I will tell you now that you probably would not have survived that probably tentacle not. attack. Wow. Um, so as that tentacle just shoots out from behind the mask, it tries to go for you, but you have already jumped over to try and grapple him, and you very deftly roll out of the way as this tentacle just sinks into the ground and breaks up the flooring before coming right back into the face. I just yell, run, Oscar, run. Cyril, it's now right. back to you. So I'm going to pick up Charles, and I'm going to tuck him under my wing so that I can talk to him. <laughs> Do I have to, to Six roll foot to pick three. him up? <laughs> I think you, I think really you both big. have to roll opposing strength checks here, because I imagine well, it's kind of Well, maybe he's like, not fighting me. Maybe he well, doesn't mind. That's true, up to Charles. I mean, you can give it a shot. I'll just roll my standard strength. It's pretty high. He's going to bite me. I'm trying to save you. Well, I mean, you're behind me. I don't, I don't know who's grabbing me, so I'm just... Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, I rolled terribly, though. I got a 95. That's not good. 
I succeeded by one point. Normal success. Oh. So I think that means that you do not grapple Charles or grab him. Okay, but I, 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 I like reach my hands out to him and I say, Charles, mon ami, can't you see? This is not the way. And, and I want to I wanna tell him, listen, this world is not fair. It's not fair for people like me. And it's not fair for people like you. But there could be a better there could be a better world. There could be a better way. You just have to listen. And, and I say, if you fight, you're not going to make it. But if you listen, we might all make it together. I think the creature in the pallid mask will turn and say, You should listen to her. Would you like to go to the fifth floor? And on to Oscar. Not my turn. I believe, who is next? Who is now snapped out of his temporary insanity? So Oscar's lying on the floor. As soon as Charles dropped him, he just dropped. Uh, he was flailing there for a while, tapping and screaming, and eventually his eyes clear, and he looks up and sees the horrors in front of him. He sees the body on the gurney over in the corner and gets a determined look on his face and says, the abomination that causes desolation. And he's reaching for the closest uh, sharp implement Preferably a surgical saw or scalpel. Roll me a spot hidden check. Ah, it's a fail. It's not hard to find a surgical instrument, but I don't think you quite get, like, a large object. I think you two probably find, like, a pair of scissors instead of, like, something that's actually cutting edge. All right, it'll do. So uh, Oscar wants to sprint headlong at the body on the gurney and stab it through the eye with the scissors. <laughs> wow! You don't, you don't have to roll. This this poor man <laughs> is not going to resist you, and you do that. <laughs> Why the eye? Oh my god! Why the eye? <laughs> yeah, especially Ben's oh. like. Uh, oh my god! All the this is gonna take forever to fix. <laughs> uh, you take the surgical scissors, which are sharp, and you bring it down with all your might and stab what you presume is William Osler through the eye. And that body on the gurney gives a gasp as the scissors penetrate through the globe right into the brain. And there's a moment of shuddering of the spinal cord finally uh, moving its last. And the creature on the gurney gives one shuddering breath and dies. And you have put Dr. Osler out of his misery. Does it, does it affect the big one? Nope. Does um Oscar feel a, a sense of like relief or peace or not really? How does Oscar feel after doing this? His hand is shaking and he releases it from the from the scissors and backs away and looks at the body and looks at the monstrosity across the room and voluntarily taking another sanity roll. <laughs> he, he wants to expected be crazy that. he expected that to go better uh, that's a normal success okay you don't take any sanity okay. damage um, maybe maybe right. you could think about maybe you could think about joining us that didn't Dodge. really work are you going to keep running up those stairs yeah I was thinking if I heard a scream for help or something that that might trigger character growth but nothing has motivated <laughs> that so far <laughs> so up the stairs we go uh, first basement floor looks right. totally normal right 
looks totally normal. There's nothing crazy or weird about it. Okay. Nope. All right. So Dodge is. We're gonna put Dodge out of the combat role because I think Dodge. Oh, sweet. Okay. So completely eliminating. Oh, I took a major wound, by the way, because I took more than half health. So I like mm -hmm. took a major wound. I was just looking. Yeah. You better but go find a matter. hospital. Yeah. Oh, it's the best place to get attacked by a Cthulhu monster. <laughs> All right, Spencer. I, I am booking right up the stairs, right behind Dodge, just trying right. to get out of Dodge. All right. So you, you try that same door handle. The door opens and you run out into the hallway up the stairs as well. Uh, you probably see like the like you know Dodge's like feet as he's like running up the mm -hmm. stairs in front of you. All right, and last but not least, Charles, what are you doing? Being attacked on all sides first by that tentacle, to pick him up. and then Cyril coming back to grab you. <laughs> what do you do? Um, yeah, I imagine Cyril, you're probably right behind me, kind of like with your head in my ear, trying to talk sense into me and this creature yeah. in front of me that just tried to basically kill me. Oscar's somewhere behind me that I can't tell what's going on. I see the other two leave. I just look up at this pallid mask. Does he still have the mask on or is a tentacle coming out of his face the now? The mask is off and okay. there's a tentacle where his face should be. I just yell out for Oscar, get out, Oscar, now. And I just stab right at the face of this thing. All right. Scalpel. I think with this, unless you have skills in like knife fighting, um, I will let you roll a, a brawl, a fighting okay. brawl. Can it count as a fist punch since I'm using my hand just kind of more, but with a scalpel in it? That'll sure, give me a little bit of a bonus, but not it's not okay. you know, overpowered. That's a normal success. Okay. <laughs> Rolling very poorly. That's a fail. Oh my gosh. Uh, go ahead. It is uses kind of like as a knife, so it's a one d three damage plus your damage bonus, which I believe for you is an additional d four. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be um, two plus so four points total. All right. You stab punch the creature in the pallid mask. Uh, it is now his turn. He is not happy with you at all, and he turns his gaze to you with the tentacle in his face and stares into you as if looking through your soul with the dark void that is behind that tentacle. And I would need you to please roll uh, a power check. Okay, and as I'm doing that, I'm just saying out loud, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that is going to be a failure. All right. So that gaze of this creature induces paroxysms of fear by staring at you. And you need to roll, unfortunately, 1d6 sanity points per round until oh. we until he turns his focus to somebody else. Starting so go now. ahead and roll starting now. Five. So I'm at 19 loss of sanity. And Searl, it is now your turn. Charles! It doesn't have to be like this! He's just like kamikazeing out, you know? And so um, I'm gonna turn to Oscar and I'm gonna say, Oscar, it's gonna be okay. If you join us, it'll be better. We're gonna build a better world together. What have I done? What What are, what are you, where? Where? I, I, I say, Listen, I'm Cyril, you know me, and I'm 
part of this building a better world. And if you come willingly, he won't hurt you. I say, look, he's not hurting me. Is that your turn, Cyril? Am I close enough? Can I tuck um, Oscar under my wing? I don't, I don't think you're close enough because if you were just near Charles, who's at the front of the room, Oscar is at the back of the room because he has just stabbed. So that here's what I'll do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my arms out to him and I'll say, "Come, you know, like I'll protect you. We can do this together." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me describe my fingers. They're like these long webbed claws, but I'm holding them very tenderly. Just like mom. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we can we can do this together. Oscar, it is your turn. What do you do? Oscar looks at Cyril's elongated, webbed, clawed hands, glances over to the side, and um, the pale figure is holding the mask in one hand, right? Holding the mask in one hand, tatters of, of cloak and tentacle in all directions, and tentacle at the face. And is completely focused on Charles at the moment. Completely focused on Charles. I want to move towards Cyril like I'm gonna take her hand and then duck past and try to snatch the mask. So I think this is gonna require a couple of rolls. Um, the first is going to be, I think, um, your dodge roll against, I mean, Cyril, are you trying to grab him as he does this? Yes, I'm trying to tuck him under my wing so he can be safe. <laughs> All right, why don't you roll a- Come <laughs> to so my crazy. bosom. Oh my oh, why don't you roll a strength and um, you can roll a dodge, Oscar. So I succeed, just a normal succeed. Okay. I am not rolling well tonight. That was a fail. <laughs> you do not get past Cyril's long webbed fingers. Yes! And she is able can to I grab you and under tuck my and arm. you under her arm. Yay, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> I'm removing Dodge and Spencer now from the role. We will come back <laughs> to you at the end of Encounter. And Charles, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm uh, waiting for Char or Oscar to get out. I can still hear him. And I just continuing, yes, we forgive those who trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I just stab him again. All right, roll that, uh, roll that punch again oh. for me. Oh, and I still need to roll. Do you want me to roll sanity first? Uh, no, um, we'll do it okay. on his turn because this is technically okay. still the same round. Yeah, it's a failure. Oh, he had he had an extreme success. Oh. Or, no. Um, so you don't hit him. And again, it's because it's so difficult to figure out where his body ends and where that cloak begins. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep his attention. Okay. And for my own, for Oscar's sake. It is now his turn, and he again focuses that gaze upon you, not really caring about what's happening with Oscar and with Searle, since you are the one that's attacking him. And so uh, I will roll again your sanity damage. And that's, ooh, that's only one. Okay. So I'm at <laughs> 20, though, right now. Uh, you're at 20. Give me one second. Let me roll to see how many rounds of uh, temporary insanity you take. <laughs> Rolled poorly. That's only two rounds of temporary insanity that you'll take. So, um, again, when you have temporary insanity, you're not able to take actions that you want to take. You either cower, you run away in fear. Any of those things are possible. Okay. Um, it's not my turn, so I'll... Not your turn yet. 
So let's really quickly go to Spencer and Dodge before we get into the next round. You, the two of you are escaping and running up the stairs. Everything else looks normal in this hospital. What do you do? I think keep running for help is what Dodge would do. Uh, are you uh, calling out, screaming, or are oh, you yeah. going to be oh, running it's, it's, out it's of the hospital to like the nearest police station? Um, I think to like the first floor, just to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least to the first floor to try to find Miss Jane, probably. Okay. Or find like All right. anyone, Jane. like. Yeah. Well, Miss right. Jane's usually right up there at the front desk, so. All right. So you guys are running up. You're screaming. We'll come back to you to see what happens. Searle, it is now your turn. Okay. You ha- are holding Oscar gingerly, tenderly. Yes, very kindly. And and I want to look at Oscar under my wing and say, like, Oscar, this is your chance to decide. Do you want to join this new world or not? And and and, and I want to say, like, you have to decide fast, but if you say yes, no harm will come to you. Damn, that's a threat. Oscar, what do you do? Oscar thinks for a moment, stops struggling, and nods silently. He said he nods. So I'm I'm going to. Um, ooh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the guy's attention. This one has come willingly, and I promised him no harm. And, and I say, please, please dispense of the tatters. Like, they're scaring him. Oscar, it's your turn. Uh, has Cyril put me down? Yeah, I'll put you down. Okay. Are you going to make a liar out of me? I'm going to make sir? a grab for the mask. Oh my god. All right. So you run up and you make a grab for that mask. I think what you need to do here is roll a dex. I'm not a very fast person. Oscar! It's like a sleight of hand check, essentially. Actually, do you you have something like a sleight of hand? Like some type Uh, of. Let's go with dex. (laughs) I'd rather roll dex than sleight of hand. Okay, that sounds good. And then I think what we'll do is we will have. He's not focusing on you. He's focusing all of his attention onto Charles. So I'm going to roll with disadvantage. All right. That was, um, how do you call it? A critical failure? Oh, (laughs) good. Because I got a normal failure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I rolled a single success the entire game. He rolled like a 90, like eight or something. Oh my gosh. All right. You grab the pallid mask. I want to try and put it on the ground and smash it. Go ahead and try and do that. Success. Um, You take the mask from the creature and you smash it to the ground. And the creature lets out a shriek and turns his attention away from Charles and now focuses all of his anger onto you. But it's not his turn. (laughs) It's not his turn. It's almost his turn. I was kind of hoping he would just kind of go away at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Listen! Smash the mask. You are not listening to me. Charles, it is your turn. Um, You are temporarily insane. So So you can cower in fear. You can flee. What would you like to do? Um, Last thing I was doing kind of escapes me. So now I'm just kind of just frozen in a prayer repeating over and over and over again. Namine Patri. It feely. It's beauty sancti. Amen. And I just over and over and over and over again. (laughs) I believe we are now back. So the creature in the pallid mask turns 
to you and uh, turns to you and sees that, Oscar, you have dropped and smashed that mask. And um, with that, his tentacle again comes out from his face and tries to grab you. And so you are going to roll a dodge, please. It's a fail. Oh, Oscar, he rolled an extreme success. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is going to end well for you. Oscar! I was ready for this. I you take six you. more health damage. Oh, I did. No! <laughs> All right. Oscar, no! And so before your eyes, Charles, you may not register this because you're insane, and Searle, you see this tentacle come down, wrap itself around, uh, around Oscar, and squeezes and squeezes no! uh, until Oscar is limp and falls Oscar! to the ground. Do do I have to take like a sanity check? Uh yeah, sure. Roll a roll a sanity check for me for witnessing Oscar! death. Oscar. I got an 85. Ooh, that's a failure. That's six points of sanity damage wow. that you take. Wow. Okay, I'm at 52. Have you taken 20 points of sanity damage today? Oh, no, just eight. <laughs> All right. Not very much so far. All right. We will turn, we will come out of our battle rounds now, and we'll just have uh, Charles finish out his last round of insanity here. But for the man in the pallid mask, seeing that he has killed one of the party and seeing that the other is cowering in fear, turns back to Searle and says, You may join willingly, but as you can see, these humans, they are weak. They would never join without force. Wait, I have something I want to do, though. Can I still do it? Or Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was just his turn, but it, oh, okay, you, okay, you can okay. also go now. Okay, so um, how much did he smash the mask? It is, uh, how much did you smash the mask, Oscar? Did you, like, stomp he, like, on it? I thought he didn't do very well. Yeah, I would want to stomp on it. Yeah, so it's, uh, uh, but it was a success, right? Yeah. That's pretty darn good smashed. I was kind of hoping I could put it on. I don't think so. Charles is just there and he's afraid. He's afraid for uh, just a little bit longer. I see now. I didn't see before, but now I see. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up Charles and then kind of turn around so he can't see anything. So that my wings are kind of blocking Charles. And Charles, let's say you have now come out of your temporary insanity. It was just two rounds. What do you do? You wake up in Searle's webby embrace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I see Oscar? No, because I turned you away from okay. that. <laughs> you can't do see I that. see the man in the mask? No, you can't see him. Okay, so, so I, just, I, I just, just know you're holding him. toward okay. the door. And, and I want to whisper to him, run, and I'm going to let him go. Oscar, get out. And I say, don't, don't ask questions, just go. <laughs> it's not going to be good for your sanity, man. Oh, man. I say, I say, I, I will look out for Oscar. I got to do it. <laughs> just go. like, no. <laughs> I like turn around and I like stab Cyril in the neck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You All know, right, you, roll. You all deserve this. Die, Satan! I yell out. You're roll your punch, and Searle, um, you weren't expecting this. Roll your dodge at disadvantage. I failed. I failed too. Oh, actually, it goes to the attacker. I'm sorry. So you do hit her. How rude! 
<laughs> five points of damage. How rude! Oh, you've done it now, sir. I was trying to help you, and he was right about you. The man of the the, the creature in the pallid mask is just like okay then, and uh, he'll say something like, "Do you see now?" I say, "Yes, <laughs> I do." He stabbed me. That's a stupid fucking hat. And I yell out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, is it my turn? It is your turn. All right, I'm displeased. I have been doing a very kind job trying to protect these humans and raise them from their lowly state into a better world where we can live in peace and harmony. And he is not having it. And he hates me. And he has no reason to hate me. I haven't done anything except for help him. And so um, I think um, I'm just gonna, like, I'm. am I bleeding? Uh, I mean, you have taken the damage that you've taken. You know, I tried to push him out. I'm gonna just back back away and put my hands up and say, like, you made your choice. All right, it's your turn again, Charles. Now, now you can see Oscar. Now he can see Oscar. So yeah, I see. I see. I, I look down at Oscar. Do I need to still be rolling sanity checks or no? No. Um. The the creature has turned. Okay. Uh, their expression away from you. Their but attention. even though he sees Oscar, though? Oh, if you see Oscar, yes, you need to make a sanity check because you have seen a dead body. Okay. Yeah, that's a failure. Three more sanity damage for you. So how does that work? It's like now I've taken... So if you lose a fifth or more, then you may encounter indefinite insanity. Have you lost a fifth or more of your sanity? Most of it's been in this last hour, I imagine. Yeah, I started with 60. I'm at 37. Okay. A tw- have you lost 12 points today? Yes. In the last hour? Yes. I think you may g- have indefinite insanity, my friend. Okay. I tried! That to makes it save easy then. You. As part of that insanity, since he is a devout Catholic and he doesn't necessarily, under sane circumstances, believe in suicide, he would like to just say, fuck both of you. And he just like kind of slits his own throat. All right, let's go ahead and back out and black out from this horrifying scene and go back to our two people who have actually survived. What happens to the two of you? Hey, you, you, you think they're uh, think they're okay down there? Like, I, I think just I a... just started screaming, he's a demon, Oscar's a demon. They're all demons. I, the nurses I... are demons. I, like, so I shouldn't even go see uh, Miss Jane then. Like everybody, like, we even need to get the hell out of here. Like this uh, building, just, like, I think. in general, like that door right there. Let's just get the fuck out. I, I think Dodge just starts screaming at everyone and shaking them and not really listening and be like, "They're demons. Doctor Ross a demon." Yeah, I'm gonna Their just uh, head demon. up that front door. They're and go demons. Get a cup of coffee. Yeah. Ultimately, I think the two of you leave this hospital. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a real cup of coffee. <laughs> I could like see me getting committed, you know. I, I I see this as a way to end up on the fifth floor, to be honest. And they they look at you confused. Uh, they don't seem to understand or register anything that you're saying. The demon, D E Mon, demon. Do you know what those are? I'm, I'm making way for the front door, and I see him just continually trying to talk to people. I just go grab him and I bring him outside. <laughs> 
Dodge, do you let him do that? Um, yeah, sure. I think for, just to conclude our final episode today, the two of you escape the Osler program. But I think both of you, Dodge, you have taken a major wound. And I believe also that you have taken quite a bit of sanity damage. Describe for us what your wound is and how you spend the rest of your days with this knowledge that you have. The major wound is... Uh, I think that would have cut, like, right through, like, some some scalp. So it would be, like, a big old cut on the head, you know? Um, And, like, down his back. That would, like, extend down his back. Um, I think if we're going to epilogue mode, he would try to tell everyone who would listen that the Oscar program is run by demons and, like, everyone there is a demon. And I would have... I don't know if that would be justification for him to be thrown into the fifth floor there or if he just you know kind of loses it and just rants about how you know he's like that local crazy person who tells everyone that there's demons at the hospital i think maybe quietly you spend the rest of your days slowly going insane yeah spencer what about you um so i did get uh i did get hit really hard that one time uh my sanity um i am 38 out of 50 so I don't think I've actually gone insane. Mm-hmm. Just dealing with a lot of visuals. Um, but definitely had uh, my arms torn up from those tentacles, which I, for some reason in my head, I picture it almost like tentacles with like razor wire on them. Yeah, like sh- you can imagine like sharp tatters of cloak that almost look like tentacles, oh, okay. but are razor sharp. Yep. I imagine like both my left and right arm are just kind of torn up on the forearms and dealing with the pain from that and honestly just searching for a fucking cup of coffee. And you spend the rest of your days hoping to find that good cup of coffee with these scars that are with you forever. Searle, what about you? I mean, I think I'm going to join him. That sounds great. And so you spend the rest of your days in the worship of the unnameable one. And I feel no guilt. They had their chance. They wouldn't take it. Spencer and Dodge, if you spend your lives living in Baltimore, you see, even as you warn others to leave the hospital to stay away, the power of the Osler program growing as John Hopkins roots itself deeply into the community, expanding and becoming one of the biggest medical institutions of the world. <laughs> and that is the Osler program. Because everybody else got to have a little epilogue scene for our two unfortunate characters that passed away, any last words? I think I said what I wanted to. Camera zooms to a lonely log cottage in rural western Virginia and onto a middle-aged woman in in a rocking chair who is sewing up the last few stitches of a taxidermy field mouse. Her head snaps up as though she's heard something, and her eyes narrow and look in the direction of Baltimore. Well, thank you all this time for joining me on our last episode of the Osla program, and thank you listeners for being with us for all four episodes. Once again, my name is Faye, and I have been your game master and your keeper this arc of the Osler program. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Captain Fake Eye. 
Um, let's go around and everyone also talk to me about where they can find you and also your favorite moments. So let's start with you, Matt. Where can they find you and your favorite moment of the show? can be found on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And I just enjoy traumatizing people to no end. So <laughs> that went about the way I expected a Call of Cthulhu game going. And uh, hopefully <laughs> folks don't get too uh, worked up over it. It's uh, just a game, remember? I, I take uh, suicide very seriously. But uh, in a situation like that, I think you go insane. That stuff happens. It's, it's, it's nasty. It's scary. And it's incomprehensible, but in this situation, I think that's the way he would have gone out fighting to the end. Nate, what about you? Where can they find you and your favorite moments of the show? You can find me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. And I really enjoyed this this last episode and the hopelessness of the end of Oscar's arc there. I liked having the opportunity to put the SOS in there in my headcanon that sound somehow in an eldritch way travels back in time and becomes the vision that he sees in the first episode. Um, I really liked that. I really liked that he tried to find the MacGuffin. He tried to find the thing that would just (laughs) take down this creature, and that was very Lovecraftian, that it was... It just wasn't there. (laughs) And Karis, what about you? Where can they find you and also your favorite moments? You can find me at Karis... M. Jones um, on Twitter. Um, I want to say that you can tweet hashtag surreal was right if you agree that they could they could have joined me. That would have been fine. <laughs> and um, I think um, I really liked the the nightmare scenes when everyone was having their their nightmare, and then you you saw the shadow of surreal, and you knew something was something was up. And then, what about your favorite moment? Well, I think it was it was nice to unveil why Dodge's name was Dodge. There was yeah, no no real motivation for character growth, and I'm glad that we, we stuck with that. <laughs> uh, I think there would have been a moment where, if if he had heard like uh, especially Charles pleading or anything like thing like that, there there could have been a potential to turn around. No. Uh, because he, did, he didn't he did not want you to do right. That. There there was no way. I realize in retrospect, but uh, like. In the backstory, Charles is the one who helped resuscitate uh, Dodge when he got like knocked out in his last fight. And I but would like to think that on. Dodge presents the everyman in the face of Eldritch Horror. Most of us are not going to be as brave as Charles or Oscar and right. really turn tail and run that's, the other way. That's why he was a coward, is to highlight the bravery of Charles and Dodge. <laughs> that's why. It was to provide relief. Uh, to and be you a guys foil. You're a dramatic exactly. foil. And really, that takes the most bravery of all. So, thank you, Dodge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And Pat, last but not least, where can they find you? And what was your favorite moment on the show? Well, everybody can find me at Professor PFM on the Twitters. And my favorite moment is kind of like a twofer thing. I didn't know what to expect going into this game. And I absolutely loved it. All of it. The way way it played, the way that you ran this game. But then the, the one thing that really stands out is Cyril's fucking hat. Like you, you, you knew there was something under it. You knew, you know, there was. She was trying to hide something the whole time, and then she gets to unveil it, and well, eh, 
it's a lot fucking bigger than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you again, everybody, for being on the show with me. If you liked the show, go ahead and check out all the other shows that we have on the cast of Many Things, including Misfits Guide to Adventuring, Princess World, and very soon coming, some other very fun works, as well as a second season of Call of Cthulhu. 